original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. Hey, hey, Fred, we're listening to the Red Pill Show. Save the light. 
All right, kids, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today it is Friday, Van Halen Friday, August 12th, 2022, the show. For entertainment educational purposes only, please use at your own risk. This show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent, comrade. Or you can ask the KGB. Actually, you don't ask the KGB. They tell you. Finally, this show is opinionated. The hosts especially. Me. Callers, people that come into the chat room on Podbean and Spreaker.com are and always will be opinionated under new circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice... If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a licensed, if required, person in his or her field. Little Tommy. Hey, man. No. That's his name broadcasting live from the Sahara Desert, also known as Colorado, currently. 99 degrees and it's been above 95 for the whole freaking week which explains why my ass comes home after a hard day's work in the sun on a roof blah 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 come home have dinner plop my ass into bed and I'm out because this sun Beats the shit out of you. Just like Florida. I don't know what it is other than we are a mile high. Closer to the sun. Which makes perfect sense to me as to why it's hotter than hell when the sun's out with less cloud cover and protection and whatever. But I'm not a scientist or a meteorologist or anything of the kind. I'm just a stupid heating and air conditioning refrigeration technician that does a dumb podcast. So here you go. All right. So before I dive into the banana republic, banana. Um, topic which I did a little short clip on Facebook about this this morning, which I'll get to in a minute. But first, I got to blow at least a half hour, 15, 20 minutes, before I just dive right into the topic. I just can't dive right into this stuff because it's just like, no. So I got to give you a little foreplay. And grab your boobs and your butt and touch your inner thighs and start kissing your neck up to your ear and then 
down your neck, working my way across your chest into your stomach area. And let's just see what happens from there. Okay. Just can't just jump on you and stick it in. It's not really that romantic and it's really not that much fun. Is it? So that's the show. I just, just can't whip it out and show you my banana. Uh, banana. Mm -hmm. banana. Yeah, I know. Thank you very much. So we're just going to have to ease into this. So I have been channel sur surfing, searching, same difference, right? Basically on Pluto. Because, in my opinion, except maybe for Disney Plus, because I'm a huge Marvel fan and a huge Star Wars fan, they all suck. But Pluto is free. And I do subscribe to Peacock and Paramount Plus because Star Trek's on there. I started watching the Wrath of Khan. I cannot believe that movie is 40 years old. Really? Uh, anyway, Kirstie Alley, that was like her first big movie and she did a great job. She really did. I mean, she's, she's awesome. But anyway, whatever. So you got the original Star Trek and the Star Trek brand on Paramount Plus. And now Pluto under the entertainment genre has Stargate, a Stargate channel. That's all they play is Stargate, 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 Stargate. But not Stargate Atlantis. And I'm still, Stargate draws me in and then lets me out. I cannot get engaged with that show. I don't care who's on it. I just can't. Claudia Black, Ben Browder, Richard Dean Anderson, and all the other cast of characters. Daniel's a character. And then uh, the blind chick. And uh, I, I don't know. I just can't. Just can't engage into it. So last night. Because I'm a creature habit. So I come home and I turn the TV on. And I'm like Stargate. And I'm like okay whatever. And there's a real corny one with Ben Browder. I'm like it's, it's not really doing it for me. So I typed Stargate Atlantis and I found it. I forgot where I found it. It might've been on Peacock, not Peacock, Pluto. I don't know. And I started watching it from season one and it's pretty good. But I'm like, okay, you know, it, in it, it engages me and then it lets me go just a tad, but then it sucks me back in. So I'm going to say that I'm a Stargate Atlantis fan before Star Stargate. And I know they had Stargate. They've had a different spinoffs with Stargate, whatever. But Stargate Atlantis, I love the smart ass guy that kind of looks like David the Covenant. I don't know his name, but He's funnier than shit. He, he is like so sarcastic and smart ass uh, and a military guy. And then you got Rodney, the science officer, who's just a fucking asshole know-it-all. And then the medical doctor and then the black guy. 
I mean, there's a lot of good chemistry. And then that short chick with the long hair and a great body. I forgot her name too. It's like, wow. I mean, this is really a good cast. So I'm watching it. I don't know if I fell asleep and then I woke up and whatever, but I woke up in the middle of an episode called Poison, Poisoned Well or Poison the Well, I think. Season one, episode something, but it's in season one. So I'm watching this and it's about the Wraith and they have, uh, they have one captured in Atlantis and they go through the Stargate to this, what seems to be like England and these pompous assholes. And they came up with a vaccine <clears throat> that if you injected it into humans and you got attacked by a wraith, which is pretty much a vampire. It would kill the wraith. And it's like, that's interesting. But then there was some, <clears throat> are you listening? Some side effects in some rush to get it out there because it was, it was for the good of all the people, because if the Wraith found out that if they attacked this certain planet for harvesting and eating these humans or sucking the life out of them, whatever they do, they would die. So they thought that that would keep the Wraith away. And this uh, David the Coveney guy, I mean, he's just really great. And he's like, you think that's going to keep them away? It's like, you're going to piss them off and they're going to come at you and eliminate you because you're a problem, a threat to them. They're not going to go away. Then there was all these implications of rushing it to market and injecting it into humans without phases of testing. And I, I'm, I'm watching this. I think this show came out. Uh, you know what? I don't even know. 10, at least 10 years ago, probably longer. And I'm watching this and I go, is this an episode about COVID-19, which of course it's not, but it was like this guy, this David, the company looking guy. I wish I knew his name. It's showing you how much I'm into it because I forgot his name. Is looking at these people like they're nuts. It's like, wait a minute. You really haven't done any human testing. And then the doctor comes on who's kind of like Scottish or or whatever's like uh Australian or Scottish accent. I think it's Scott Scotland is pretty much saying if one person dies from this, then it's not worth it's too risky. You can't put this out to the masses, no matter what. And I'm like, holy shit. And of course, the, the chick that's running Atlanta, she's the one that's got is going to be accountable for all these decisions being made, whether you support these people in their research or not, or blah, 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 blah. Because eventually it's going to be her ass that she let this happen to. 
to these people. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I know it's a TV show. Just like this is a stupid podcast, but I'm like, the moral... messages in this. I mean, a lot of times the David, the company guy goes, are you kidding me? Like, are you serious as to what they're saying for all the justifications? Why they're going to inject all these people with this vaccination, this vaccine without the proper testing. Then it turned out that there wasn't any deaths in the beginning and then all of a sudden, half of the people are dying that got injected over a matter of time, which is never, time is never put into anything, actually, except your birthday. And no, nobody ever uses the reference of time, which can be deceiving because you don't know what the fourth derivative is, which is time. So now it's killing half the people that took it. And the big head asshole still saying that's still worth that cost and risk is still worth it if it kills the wraith. Because the way what they're thinking is the wraith ain't going to come around if they know they're going to die if they try to feed on us which the David the Covenant guy again said, no, you're a threat to them and you're a problem and they will come here and they will kill you. And I'm just, I'm just like, oh my God, this is fucking COVID-19, man. I'm like, what? So I encourage you to watch that. I'm going to watch it again. But it woke me up in the middle of a sleep, so I must have heard something that just triggered, or it was just timing. I don't know. But something made me wake up. And uh, I rewinded it. I started it over. And I watched it all the way through. And I'm like, and it's kind of crazy because, was that the same Oh, no, that was a different episode where this planet's full of kids, essentially. And when you're 24 years old, you have to sacrifice yourself. And they really believe that that's what kept the Wraith away, too. And in fact, it was a uh, more like an EMP shield where no, no gizmos will work or uh, stops any electromagnetic activity, electronics and what have you. Um, there's a different episode that was the one after that. And that was fascinating too. So this show, I'm like, I didn't like it at first when it first came out. I'm like, you know, I'm tired of all these spinoffs of all these shows and you can't come up with nothing original, uh, but this one, I don't know. It, it engaged me again, uh, more so than ever. And I'm like, this is fascinating. It's like all these all these mackerel, moral, do the right thing for the for all and not the few or the one or whatever Spock says. And it's like, wow, this is really 
an interesting show. I think there's eight seasons. I could look it all up. I don't want to because I got shit queued up in front of me. I don't, don't want to mess that up. But but it's just amazing to me that we can learn something off a freaking television show, sci-fi for that matter, which isn't respected by Hollywood in any way, shape, or form. Because if it was, Robert Downey Jr. would have got an Academy Award or whatever award you get for being a great actor. Shows what I know. But uh, I keep hearing, well, he'll never get one because he was in science fiction and Hollywood doesn't respect that. <laughs> really? Well, I beg to differ because he nails Tony Stark and is just phenomenal. Best supporting actor, best lead actor, best this, best that. The guy, the guy deserves recognition for a lot of things, but let's just stick to his career and his profession. And uh, he deserves an Academy Award or whatever awards you get for being a outstanding actor. But no, it's science fiction, so we can't. Well, who's next? R2-D2? Uh, yeah, or how about the Minions? Let's get the Minions. You know, it's a cartoon, so, but they're good, so. Banana. I know. Banana. I know, we're going to get there. Hang on a second. Impatient, aren't we? It's just amazing to me that I can turn on the television or actually not even turn on. I fell asleep with it on for background noise, not to mention a fan and a ceiling fan and blah, blah, blah. That I wake up and there is more common sense logic and wonderful points and not to give a vaccine out to people. For the right or wrong reasons without the proper procedures of testing, which goes against the Nuremberg Code, but I'm not even getting into that. I beat that with a dead horse. But you can turn the TV on, or it's on, and you wake up and you listen to this. You're like, this is about COVID-19, and it's a sci-fi TV show, and they, they make more sense in this show than anybody that has the power to decide to let out an untested vac vaccine, whatever it is, mRNA vaccine. Because if that was what it was named in this show, it'd be like, what are you, nuts? It's very, and everything is politicized, and this will be kind of a segue. Um, I am getting sick and tired of everything being weaponized period for politics because you can't bring anything up without people associating politics to it, which there wasn't anything of the kind in this episode of Stargate um, poisoned the well, not one implication of politics whatsoever. It was all about fact, all about good intentions, all about emotional reaction, all about, military strategic thinking on both sides and blah, 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 blah. And the betterment for the good of all. And there was two sides to that and it, and it made a lot of sense, but that's something we can't do anymore. We can't do what's 
for the better of all of us. Somebody has to have one up or accomplish their intentions or narratives by throwing or connecting directly or indirectly politics into something and tell me that I'm wrong. It's what every, every single thing is being weaponized with the political agenda. I don't care who it is. So with that said, and I don't know how much time I'm, I'm into, it's gotta be 20 minutes or close to it. So on Monday, President Trump's house was raided. And you know, right there, I go, oh, no, not really. It's just, we have to keep our, keep the politics out of it. And it set a precedence in this country. The genie's out of the bottle. This is my opinion. And I listened to... Glenn Beck yesterday, I listened, he's just, he's really amazing. I mean, he's always been on a quirky, weird side ever since CNN. And then he went to Fox and then he did uh, Glenn Beck TV and then the blaze and all this crap he's doing, which is, I'm not dissing him at all. But sometimes I'm listening to him and it probably happens to me and everybody else. You're listening at him and it's like, he's coming at you sideways or he's coming at you right directly. And I've even said, you know, you're fucking nuts. And he's proved me wrong. I listened to him yesterday on this as to why, and I'm going to get into this because it's the whole center. This isn't about who did what and they should have went to prison and they didn't. And blah. that's not what this is about. That's pretty much rule of law and it's up to the justice system. Which it's kind of about, but it's not about politics. So I want to get that perfectly clear because quite frankly, I'm sick of it. I'm, I never want to vote again and I am not affiliated with any party whatsoever. And if I would have to pick one, it would be a libertarian party. So I have no dog in this fight at all. Glenn Beck talked about it yesterday and he explained why from another person, I forgot who they were. You'll need to listen to the podcasts because Glenn Beck wanted Hillary Clinton thrown in prison for what she did. Okay. And this gentleman was explaining to Glenn Beck why we can't do that or why I guess we could do that, but why we shouldn't do that. And it has nothing to do with politics. Okay. And it was convincing enough for him. And see, that's, what's amazing. If somebody gets something in their head, Glenn Beck, me, you no, this is the way it is. And I'm not changing my mind. I don't care what you say. The bitch should have went to jail. Really? Yeah, and you're not going to change my mind. Oh, I know. Ba I interrupted him. Here, I got to get, I, I can't do that. Oh, there you go. Banana. I know. Mm. <laughs> okay. But it did happen. And that, that tells me that a person is very open 
and will listen to somebody else that has an opposing opinion. That's what it's all about. Oh, there's no fucking way you're telling me this, that, 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 you know, go fuck yourself. You know, and, and families have been destroyed and marriages have been destroyed. Same difference. Friendships have been destroyed because we let our brainwashing and our indoctrination come in and it's the party affiliation and the tribalism. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. And that's it. And there's just no getting through each other because the defenses go up. Can't. You just can't talk about nothing. The only thing worse is religion. And lately, I think politics is a little bit more calmed down and people will kind of listen to you until you piss them off. But religion, I, I just really don't think you're going to get an atheist or a Muslim or a Jew or a Christian uh, agnostic, I just, you're not going to get them to change, um, at least by conversation, but politics, I have a little bit of hope or not even change, but at least shut up and listen to what's being said. And although, again, this wasn't a political, politically charged conversation, it was about rule of law. And when you break the law, unintentionally or intentionally, you should be held accountable. Seems fair enough. Otherwise, why have any laws, right? Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Parsons, why were you doing 100 on Interstate 25? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. What, I, oh, I thought it was 100. Or my foot got stuck on the gas pedal and... Uh, you know, I just couldn't move my leg. I had a cramp, you know, because it's really hot out and I've been cramping a lot. So I need to drink a lot more water because I'm dehydrated. I need some salt pills. Uh, some Gatorade probably would work. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I'm sorry about that. Well, tough shit. You're still getting a ticket. You know, I, I mean, whatever your excuses or intentions are irrelevant. And that goes for everything. But except now for what has just happened with President Trump and what should have happened with other people of power that have broken the law. And there's a lot. And I'm not going to, uh, it's not about naming people. Number one, I don't like using names because it's not what it's about. But I am going to mention President Trump because he's being targeted again. And for the first time in history, the judicial side, which is supposed to be the scales of justice, went into his home. Never happened in the history of a president or former president's place of residence. Now here's the problem. I've already saw, I don't even know if I should get into it this far. Here's the problem. Okay, we are turning into a banana republic. 
like it or not. Okay. Now, what is exactly, what exactly does that mean? I don't know, kids. Why don't we look it up in Wikipedia? Okay. Let's find out exactly what, what it is because it keeps getting referred to that. And I titled the show that, or this episode, which is, what did I say? A banana Republic. Where's the minions at? Banana Republic. Da, 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 da. Disambiguation right off the bat that comes up. Let's see. What? Film, other uses. I think that's, let's see. In political science, the term, this is off of Wikipedia. And I'm not going to get into a whole book report here. I'm just, I'm just going to read this. Because I don't know either. But, you know, well, what is it exactly, Tim? Beat shit out of me. I, I thought it was a clothing store. Oh. Which is not. We're not talking about that. In political science, the term banana republic describes a politically unstable country with an economy dependent upon the export of natural resources. In 1904, the American author O. Henry coined the term to describe Honduras and neighboring countries under economic. There's more than that. Okay, so that was just the beginning. Um, uh, under ec economic exploitation by U.S. corporations such as the United Fruit Company, now Chiquita, Chiquita Banana Brands, uh, typically, a banana republic has a society extremely stratified social classes. It sounds like uh, the Hunger Games to me. Usually a large, impoverished working class <clears throat> uh, yeah. and a ruling class plutocracy composed of the business, political, and military elites. Holy shit. That's scary. The ruling class controls the primary sector of the economy by way of the exploitation of labor. And that's happening. That just in wages. I just, I just said that on Facebook for me in my industry. Anyway, thus the term banana Republic is a prerogative descriptor a pejorative. What does that mean? Thus the term banana Republic Republic is a pejorative Descriptor for servile oligarchy. Got some homework there. That abets and supports for kickbacks the exploitation of large-scale plantation agricultural, especially banana cultivation. A couple more sentences. A banana republic is a country with an economy of state capitalism whereby the country is operated as a private commercial enterprise for the exclusive profit of the ruling class. <laughs> okay. Such exploita exploitation is enabled by collusion between the state and the favored economic monopolies in which the profit derived from the private exploitation of public lands is private property, while the debts incurred thereby are the financial responsibility of the public treasury. Sounds like bailouts to me. Uh, not to mention fascism. Such an imbalanced economy remains limited by the uneven economic development of town and country and usually reduces the national currency into devalued banknotes, rendering the country ineligible for international development credits. So there you go. But from what, what, 
and how I was understanding it is how politicians in a banana republic, <coughs> excuse me, treat or attack, attack their adversaries. Usually, by what they were saying, a lot of people end up in prison or dead if you're the opposing political party and they're in power. And that's what I was getting out of this. Now, Glenn Beck talked to this gentleman that said, here's why we shouldn't prosecute and put people with power that have held or in a position through the justice system. Then today, Glenn Beck had, Glenn Beck had Bill O'Reilly on there because now the real reason we, we are allegedly told that the FBI went into Mar, key, uh, Mar, was it Mar-a-Lago? Trump's house. Because he had the nuclear codes, nuclear launch codes, which aren't any good anymore, I'm sure. But nonetheless, let's just say for argument's sake that he did. And I'm thinking about this and I'm like, okay, that's like my ex-wife having the combination to my safe that has everything that I own in it. And she has the combination, but the combinations isn't good anymore. So it isn't going to do her a bit of good. And according to Bill Riley, it's up to the discretion of the president of what documents he or she can retain and keep. So I don't know what the hell's going on here, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But this is, this is what I'm going to say because this is very concerning. If we treat former people of power in the political realm like criminals, even if they are, and we take them through the justice system by political motivation from the opposing party in current power and carry through the intentions, which is to, to destroy the person, it is going to destroy this country and our entire system. Being the president of the United States will be perceived as a joke and a doorway or step to get into prison. Now, I saw a judge, yes, a drudge yesterday that Giuliani already said something along the lines, and this was on Drudge Report, that uh, just wait because Biden's house will be next. So here you go. So instead of we the people, by the people, for the people, in doing their job, whatever political party in power is going to go after the former opposing leader or thereabouts, person with power that's a threat, they're going to drag him through the justice system.
and so on and so on and so on. And that is what is going to happen from this point forward if the Republicans don't take the high road and let the people decide the outcome and the demise of these people that have decided to do what they just did. Because any revenge or retaliatory action by the opposing party when they get into power, oh, well, you broke into Trump's house here, try this on for size. And then bam, and it's bam, bam, bam. As we continually destroy our political system and our republic, because now we got a boxing match to the death or gladiators in the arena until somebody dies, i.e. goes to prison. And then who do you think is going to want to run for president or secretary of state and yada, yada, yada. I was in the boat of like, it was obvious what Hillary Clinton did. They didn't argue that. I didn't like that. They didn't prosecute her. But if you look at it, after the fact and what the damage could be done to this country and our system, because that's all it's going to be now. I mean, hell, they don't even, for the most part, they don't even read the bills and they just vote for them and whatever and everything and all the shenanigans are going. Now the main priority is going to to be destroy your opponent when you're in power by sicking the FBI on them. This whole thing reminds me of my divorce where all it was about was destroying me and it was mission accomplished. I know how that feels when it's happening and when mission is accomplished. I have utterly been destroyed character wise, reputation wise and financially destroyed. If you do that to the president or any person of political power and position, i.e., oh, Tim, you're going to get married again? <laughs> uh, I went from hell no to maybe to if I find the right woman, sure. But if we do this to people of power, there is no way in hell somebody is going to take that risk because it is most likely going to be your ultimate demise of destruction and your freedoms and you're going to be imprisoned. So all the quote unquote qualified good people aren't going to touch that with a 10 foot pole and I don't blame them, which will continue to erode and diminish our Republic. These are supposed to be the best, highest, morally ethical, intelligent people on the planet. And none of those people are going to take that chance because it's not worth the risk. 
but there's a school of thought and in business and in life and in politics that if the Republicans don't retaliate and go, okay, now it's our turn, they're going to be seen as weak. And I, I don't think so. There's a saying, if it's revenge, you seek dig two graves. That resonated with me big time because it is just normal, whatever that is, to seek justice or revenge. Revenge is, revenge is, um, somebody asked me that, what's the difference between justice and revenge? And I thought about it and I'm like, well, justice is if like innocent people are harmed or done wrong, then that person has to be punished by the system. If it's revenge, it's personal and it is served by the individual, not the system. And this person said, yeah, that that's, that's correct. So now we have actually both. We have the justice system from public servants doing naughty things and they shall be punished and serve their time. But when the next party gets in of power, they're going to go after their opposing party. And now they're going to serve revenge through the justice system, which is fucked up. It's weaponized. Everything is being weaponized. And it has to stop. There are some people, and they have been, I don't know if they've been diagnosed, but you have your sociopaths and you have your psychopaths. Sociopaths will not stop until they destroy you. They don't care what cost it is. And then when you point it out to other people, and that's projected back onto the person that's attacking you offensively, then they go, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, I'm the victim. What are you doing? How dare you? Blah, 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 blah. That's a pretty good sign that that's sociopathic behavior in my opinion or led sociopath influenced oh look what they're doing to me wait a minute asshole look what you just did and then it's just gonna be if you have two sociopaths or two sociopathic tendencies or um culture i should say I'm not saying everybody's a sociopath in politics, but there apparently are some and some psychopaths. They're very influential people. And you get politics into there and you get tribalism into there. It's really not that hard to influence other people to do what you want them to do. So we'll have sociopathic behavioral influenced people trying to destroy each other through the political justice system 
and through personal revenge, which is we're done. We're cooked. That's it. It's done. It's all going to come crashing down. And this concerns me because it was like an oh fuck moment. We cannot make an example, unless you're an Illinois or governor, which happens a lot, of people that abuse their political power and influence and throw them in a prison. Unless it is a true justice case, not revenge, when it's politically motivated and influenced, that's revenge in disguise of justice. Does that make any sense? If the Republicans seek revenge, they shall have it, but they are going to destroy not only the person they're targeting in unintended consequences, but they are going to destroy themselves and they are going to destroy our Republic. I know you're not supposed to mix state and church and it's separated, but they flipped it just like they do whoever they are when they reverse engineering and flip it and then use it against the other whomever. But we can't continue to keep doing that. And they flipped the separation of church and state. It was intended by how I interpret it and interpreted by Thomas Jefferson was the government can't tell you what religion we tell you you need to be. Not the other way around. Not, oh, you peasants can't bring your religion into state affairs. Fuck you. This Texas passed out Bibles. Re watch the movie Monumental with Kirk Cameron. I'm not even going to get into this whole separate thing. If it wasn't for God and the people that put their faith and trust into God when they left England, because they were being persecuted basically for the reasons I'm saying, exercising their right to religion, which they didn't have, but they do. Uh, that's a whole nother subject too. Man in government does not give you your rights. God does. Therefore, your right cannot be taken from you. That's why I don't even want to get into this either, but see, this all runs into each other. In my opinion, you all are just being manipulated into believing that, well, you have rights because we granted them to you. So therefore we can take them away. The fuck, if you can, you're, you didn't grant me my rights. God did. So therefore the only person that can take my rights away by my own free will or not, or someone else's by judgment and punishment, you cannot take my rights away. That's like saying, oh, well, you, you did this, so therefore we're going to take your heart. If you take my heart, asshole, I'm dead. 
oh, well, it's just the way it is. It makes no sense to me. And then all it does when you go to say, well, we deserve the same rights as whomever. You have those rights. Nobody took them from you. Whether you're gay, LGBT, whatever it is, I'm sorry, transgender, black, purple, pink, Martian, uh, from Mercury, the moon. I don't fucking care. You have your rights. But that has been weaponized, too, as the threat thereof of, well, if you do this or don't do that or we find you guilty, you're going to lose your rights. How is that possible? Excuse me? That that has dumb, and I'm no expert in constitutional law. I don't really think I have to be. The Constitution just backs those things up that are intrinsic or given to from and by God as a human, human, human being. But if something happens, oh, you're going to take your first amendment away, your second amendment away, your third, your fourth. You know, we, we had, uh, we had terrorists blow up the world trade center, which, you know, airplanes can't fly at that level. Anyway, and the engines that came off the planes weren't even the planes. They said they were, but forget all that. And the building just fell in its own footprint, but forget that. Now, if you go into an airport, we have to search your shit, which is against the fourth amendment. but it's going to keep everybody safe. And then isn't that weird how it came into all these people that hate America and want to blow us up or terrorists. And that was conveniently, although so cleverly and slightly shifted towards domestic terrorists. Silence. Really? I saw that one coming a mile away. Like, wait a minute. The first time I heard domestic terrorists, I'm like, Whoa, that, that is really a dangerous term. And sure shit, no, no. Now if you're a patriot and you defend your rights and you believe in the Constitution and you assemble, you're a domestic terrorist. How, how did that happen? Oh, it did though. Because we let it. So it's like, you can't fuck with my rights. I don't care who you say you are, who you are, who you think you are, what power you granted to yourself. I have my rights, period. And you cannot take them away. Because without those, we're nothing. We're nothing but serfs and peasants. And that's what this is going to come down to. Because if President Trump can get his house searched, who do you think is next? Oh, we think you're a domestic terrorist because, you you know, you wave the American flag and eat hot dogs and hamburgers and you do a podcast. And you, so, therefore, you're a domestic terrorist. So, we're going to get a warrant and subpoena and a search warrant and, and go into your house. Really? For what? It's against my rights. 
And that's where this is going to go down to, because after these two parties destroy themselves and they're, God help us, there's something left, anybody that's a threat to the people in power is going to be weaponized and abused through revenge, i.e. the justice system, and we're all fucked. Oh, that's ridiculous. That'll never happen. No, no. And you know what? 9-11 would never happen. And the meltdown of 2008 would never happen. And COVID-19, that would never, ever happen. Mm -mm. And inflation that like it was in the 1980s and the 1980, that'll never happen again. Don't worry about it. There's never been governments that have been tyrannical against their own people and oppress them and turn into a banana republic. Mm -mm. Never, ever, ever. No, uh -uh, not here. Forget it. Never mind. So I'm going to pray and speak and ask the Republicans to do absolutely nothing in the guise of justice when it's clearly going to be revenge. The things that are being said and what people are saying they're going to do is quote unquote normal. If somebody came up to me and punched me in the face, I would probably out of reaction and emotions, punch him in the face back. I'm not going to let you do that to me. But of course, after it's said and done, and let's say we kick the shit out of each other, you probably end up shaking hands and, and going to have a beer and fucking laugh. Cause that's the way you used to handle things. And I'm not saying you handle them through violence. What I'm saying is if you had a problem with somebody, you talk to them and you hashed it out. But now you can't do that because you both will probably get thrown in jail. So the newest thing is mental warfare. Welcome to mental warfare because nine times out of 10, you don't even know what the fuck is going on to you. And that is what's going weaponization of mental warfare that's why this country right now is so divisive because you're not being physically harmed you might starve to death because of inflation and your wages will be oppressed but that's not a direct physical contact that's a result of mental warfare Very, very, very dangerous. And me, for one, don't want to leave this type of country, let alone world, to my kids or my grandkids and so on and so forth. Because this is not what we're about. Everybody just wants to destroy somebody else by weaponizing Fill in the blank, race, color, gender, height, weight, political affiliation, blah, 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 income, religion, any, anything at what TV show you watch. It's all being weaponized against you to piss you off and divide us. Destroying our society, families, 
and everything else you can possibly imagine, even to the individual level, because they are beating you into submission. And if you don't comply, well, we'll just serve justice, wink, wink, i.e. revenge, on you. Hmm. Don't believe me? Let's see what happens. Because by the time you figure it out, you'll be done. We'll be done. We're all done. We're cooked. We're cooked. We're screwed. All because of some psychopathic sociopath assholes that want to retain power forever, become as rich as they can. And when you're not on the same wavelength as they are, then they're going to destroy you or attempt to. Problem is that's, that is the equivalency. Those tactics are the equivalency of a nuclear bomb. You're not just going to take one person out. You're going to destroy all of us. So that is why people, Hillary Clinton did not get prosecuted. It would have tore our system down. Just like it started with President Trump now getting his house searched by the justice system, i.e. the revenge squad. This isn't about the system equaling justice, serving justice. This is about revenge because Donald Trump pissed them off. I believe that 100%. Why, why would a guy, it's America first and this and that and everything else and all the crap he did, and want to have the nuclear launch codes for whatever reason whatsoever to cause damage and harm to the United States of America? Does that make any sense to you? For, forget it, whether what his intentions allegedly were. Does that make any sense to you? It doesn't to me. <laughs> it's it, this stuff is just so strange. And I don't care who who it was, and even Hillary. But if it comes to the point where these people of power know, it's kind of like I have diplomatic immunity. And then those people in movies usually get shot. I'm not saying shoot them, I'm just saying they're untouchable. And if a person of power knows this and uses it and abuses it, an abuse of power, I, I I mean, how do you, how do you handle that? And I think that's a legitimate question because if you Charge them and prosecute them and throw them in prison. Here we go. Here comes the revenge from the other party. And it's just going to destroy, destroy everything that we stand for. But it is concerning, and a very good question, what do we do with people? I mean, right off the bat, what comes into my head? You strip your citizenship, and you get them out of this fucking country. You're no longer an American citizen of the United States. 
and don't come back. Because if you come back, then, then, although you can come back anyway, because obviously it doesn't matter, but you can come, if you come back across our border, you are going to prison, and it's a whole different subject. That's just bastards. I don't, I don't know. But I don't think it's a bad thing. Because I think it's going to make you think twice that you are forever banned to enter or be a citizen of the greatest country that ever has been on this planet. Maybe that will give you pause. Maybe not. I don't know. But the current way to serve justice slash revenge to our elected public servants is not going to work. Because it's not about justice. It's about retaining power or transferring power and serving revenge. And like I said before, if it's revenge you seek, take two ways. We will be destroyed by our own actions. So that's enough of that shit. So what is it? Friday? It's Friday, 5 o'clock. It's very early Friday. So I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know if I'm completely off target. I I give things pause at least 24 hours. And it's been since Monday, so it's that. Maybe four or five days. And I also listen to other people's opinions, but not ones that are that are matching mine. It's quite the contrary. Unless it's totally ridiculous and go, you just make no fucking sense. I'm not even listening to your bullshit. It's like, that makes no sense. Dan Bongino was on Fox News and Jesse Waters, because it was on YouTube. I wasn't watching Fox News. I really don't watch any news network. And Dan Bongino used to be Secret Service agent, protected President Obama. Blah, blah, blah. Actually, was so... And he's been in law enforcement. I think he was a New York cop or something and was somehow maybe in the FBI. I don't really know. But he was so upset that he swore and just said it's all bullshit. And he's lost all respect for law enforcement that did this. And he is pissed. He, he is fucking pissed. And, and more than that, I think he's hurt. You don't get that emotional. I mean, some people do. But I, I mean, the guy's been through a lot of stuff. And uh, for him to say that got my attention. But this is really fucked up. This is very concerning. And then I listened And sometimes it pays to be a contrarian because it's like, if everybody thinks this is wrong, maybe they're wrong, which is possible. It's not a bad idea to step back and go, okay, well, all of you say that it's all wrong, but maybe it's not. And that's when you have to step back and go, okay, why is it wrong? Why are, why are all these people by majority wrong? And the minority could be right. You have to think that way, too. You just can't go, well, you're all right, this is the way it is, man, because that's tribalism. 
But I don't know, man. Everybody's saying the same freaking thing. That this was just an abuse of power, stepped across the boundary, set a precedence, and one that's not going to turn out good because human behavior always wants justice. Don't you? But not in the guise of revenge. Innocent people get hurt. Let the justice system serve justice. When it's personal, in the guise of serving justice, it's revenge. It's a very dangerous weapon. That's all I'm saying. And it's not even about taking sides. Because that's, oh, you must be a Republican, Trump lovers. Like, no, I, if it was Biden, I'd be like, that's fucked up, man. If the Republicans were in power, and then let's say they did it to Obama, I'd be, I'd be like, that's fucked up, man. You don't do that. Because now, now you just started... I mean, oh my god, I don't even think about what's going to happen. But it's not going to happen. So, that is that. I'm done. I'm just going to keep competing myself and I don't want to do that. It is, we are at a precipice, though. This is all going to revolve around what the Republicans do. Mark my words on this. It's very scary times, but it's going to set the precedence from here on out. What happens to people that had power and they were a threat for some other reason to the other opposing party and what's going to happen to them? And it's not good. And that's what a banana republic does to their leaders. They either end up killing them or they end up throwing them in prison forever. And it's just not working. This is not, that is not going to serve justice. So you think about it, maybe make up your own mind. But uh, I've made up my mind. Um, it wasn't the right thing to do. It would have been the right thing to do with Clinton or anybody else that has been in the spotlight of questionable behavior and Britain was abusing their power. But I do think instead of the opposing party in power serving justice slash revenge, it does go to the justice uh, judicial branch where it's not biased or politically motivated or weaponized and go, okay, you're going to trial. And if you're found guilty and convicted, your ass is thrown out of here forever. I think that's a pretty good deterrent. And don't try to come back, because you will be in prison for life. No negotiation, no free bargaining, no nothing. Or, in fact, you might be, this is really ridiculous, but it's a ridiculous subject. You might be shot on site. I don't know. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> but... There's got to be some deterrence because the way that it's being, the way that the justice, scales of justice are being balanced is not keeping the kind. And it's very concerning because the justice system 
The judicial system is what keeps things balanced when the legislature and the executive branch cannot do their job. You are taking the last check and balance out of the equation when it becomes weaponized in a political manner. So we're doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed. Just think about it. That's it. I'm going. I'm going to go. It's Friday. It's time to have some fun. And uh, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, I haven't been out for a while. Uh, and it's a pretty deep subject, but it's one that I couldn't ignore. And um, I've just been busy at work. I mean, it's just been hotter than sugar. Like it has been across the country. And uh, people need their conditioning and refrigeration. So I've got to do my job. And it just beats the shit out of you. I'm not complaining, just stating the fact that it's hard work. So I usually just come home and even go to the gym, eat, and pass out. That's exactly what I'm doing. So, anyway, that's that. Just think about it. I'm going to go. Please share. Hey, honey, what's up? Are you in speaker? How does that sound? Are you still there? Does that make any sense, honey? Did any of that make any sense at all? Oh, thank you very much. Good to hear you guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm very, very concerned about this. Uh, extremely concerned. This is not something to take lightly. And unfortunately, human behavior is going to prevail because it's going to be the... the the old notion of saying, you fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with you, under the guise of justice. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's, I just don't even want to think about it, because I just don't see any positive things coming out of this. But the Republicans, Republicans if they're God-fearing Christian people, they should take the high road and let karma, let karma serve as justice. Not in the guise of the judicial system serving justice, because it's going to be revenge. So that's it. All right, well, thanks. Thanks, Bonnie. I don't know if you're still there. You took off. Or you're dealing with Sherman or whatever. But thanks to everybody in the chat room. Patton, uh, Naomi, Milton, Buckland, Milton, and Second Wave 88. Five or six or seven. Eddie Owen, all you guys, ladies, gentlemen. This is a forum and a network for conversation. I'm not trying to get you to do anything but think. 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 Think, God forbid, logically, like spot. And keep your emotions out of it, which is impossible. But common sense and logic needs to prevail in this stuff. Because we're humans and we're going to react. And when, somebody's, when, we, when we think somebody's fucking with us, then it's, it's a bad position to be in. This is like, this is no different again than in the heat of a moment of a divorce. There's just no rational thinking. Be rational, be logic, logical. Uh, but in some cases, you have to be Captain Kirk. <laughs> in your emotions, uh, sometimes are the answer. Uh, but not when it's negative in reaction. You know, 
the difference between gut instincts, which I would call emotions, and anger and resentment and fear and all the shit you know sides. Because that turns into dark order. And I've seen it happen way, way too many times. This is going to be a test of character by our elected servants to seize their true colors. And if the Republicans go to the same level as the Democrats, we're all fucked. I'm sorry. That is just the bottom line. We're screwed. Take the high road. Listen to the will of the people. This isn't a witch hunt. Insane. Like, oh, hang the bitch. She's a witch. Or him. Or her. Or whatever. That's not going to That's not gonna solve it. But they're going to be on a witch hunt. For revenge. It's like, well, you did this to us. Wait till we... That's how it escalates into nuclear war. And quite honestly... If I say anything positive about Putin, like, oh, you, you, you like him, or what's wrong with you, you're not American. No, the guy's got NATO surrounding him for the past 30 years, and he said, knock it off, didn't listen to him. Ukraine is supposedly a shithole for a lot of things that are happening in the here. But what I'm talking about is escalation. And if it finally comes to thermonuclear war, nobody wins. And this is this is where we are in thermonuclear war potentially with our elected servants. They are going to destroy each other, and the fallout is going to be a republic and its peasants. Serious status. Well, thanks for telling me. I'll see how it sounds on the playback. Sound quality is very bad. Wow. I don't like hearing that. That just means I wasted an hour and a half of talking. Hmm. I don't like that because I'm very picky about my sound quality. Okay, well, then there's no point in talking anymore. Thanks for listening to the show. I will. Uh, thanks for telling me that power joined. And uh, I'll see how it sounds. And if it sounds that bad, I will delete this entire show. So thanks for listening. Let me share the show if it's audible. Hard to understand. Hmm. And it's still that way? Is that, that means there's something wrong with my equipment. Hmm. Okay. I will see. I do hear, I do hear something wrong. Okay, whatever. I'll see how it's done. So thanks for listening to me. Share the show if you can't understand it. I'll see what my technical problems is. And we'll go from there. Right? So I have a great weekend, and I'll be back. You've been listening to, I hope, the original Red Pill show.